Hey, beauts. Thank you for tuning in to Just My Thoughts, a real and raw podcast where my thoughts are real, raw, and uncensored. I pray that everyone is doing well, staying safe, healthy, and happy. Let's talk about being triggered, which can actually mean something different to different people, but obviously this is going to be about what it's meant for me. One thing that comes to mind a lot is how crazy it is that people can go through their day-to-day lives with the weight of the world on them. Like we never really know what it is people are going through in life. Just because someone managed to get up, get to work and smile at that doesn't mean they didn't have a mental breakdown the night before. That anxiety didn't have them crying just hours before getting into work. We keep going because, well, we have to, right? Like what's the alternative if we don't? And that's one thing I tell myself or rather ask myself often is, What is the alternative if I were to give up? What happens if I were to give in to the trauma and the chaotic emotions from trying to recover? See, I've learned to just shove things down, like deep down. And for a long time, I really believed that I was okay, not realizing what was getting ready to come rushing up. It's amazing to me how we're able to carry on as if certain events, people, places, and things didn't happen as if they didn't exist. Although talking and being vulnerable, facing realities was never really my thing, never has been. It's always easier to pretend and make myself be okay. And to me, that's what it meant to have strength. That's what it was to be strong, to hold it all in, not to face it or talk about it. And that's actually what I've been taught since I was little. And the problem with that is you can only hide for so long. You can only do that pretending for so long before it actually starts spewing out of you. Well, at least for me. Eventually, it started to take a toll. And it took a toll that I didn't even recognize was happening. We aren't meant to live with so much built up inside, holding it all in by ourselves. And I guess the problem is that today, there's that stigma attached to mental illness anxiety, depression, PTSD, all of that. The stigma is what keeps so many people from speaking up. People are made to feel like no one cares. We tend to believe that no one will understand. There's the judgment, the thoughts that it's a weak move to ask for help or to be vulnerable. It keeps people from speaking up, unfortunately. These are some of the reasons that I do speak up. They're some of the reasons that I share my truths, no matter how messy, weird, or misunderstood I may seem or come off. I remember the days I wish I had someone who just got it, someone who just knew, who understood. And for a long time, I stayed silent about who I was, what I wanted and didn't want, how I felt. And boundaries were pretty much non-existent. And all of that came at a cost a pretty big one. And within the past couple of years, I have definitely started to use my voice, even, even if it makes someone else uncomfortable. But these past almost six months, I find myself getting more and more comfortable with not only using my voice, but making sure that I'm heard. We shouldn't have to be afraid to share what's going on with us or be who we are. We should never be scared to live our truth, whatever that is for you, whatever that looks like. And we got to let people start 
doing just that. Letting them live. Stop shaming people because they're struggling mentally. Stop judging because you don't understand or can't see it like you would if someone were struggling with physical illness. I don't really know when or what the exact moment was in November, but I do remember what was happening that month, like what was going on in my life, the month that I was triggered. And all of that junk that I kept storing started seeping from the inside out. Everything started to spiral and it started to take a physical toll on me. My motivation, my drive, they were going downhill and they were going pretty fast. My memory was getting worse. Trying to stay organized and focused was getting harder. The anxiety was getting worse and lasting longer, which caused so much fear. I was crying all of the time at every little thing. Or it would be bursts of anger. And then followed by more isolation and distancing myself. There were headaches and body pains. Taking more and more mental health days, aka unable to get up and physically be in the office because... I would get anxious or overwhelmed at the thought of being there. And this and more went on for months before I even recognized what was happening. I kept ignoring it. I kept chalking it off to being the emotional creature that I am. I just knew I thought I would be okay. So I just kept pushing, even when I started to feel physically sick. But then my work was being affected and I started to fall behind. I was overwhelmed and having a hard time keeping up. And then there was my daughter, and I think that's what did it for me. She said to me that she could sense my tension. She could sense the weight of whatever it was. And these were her words, whatever it was that I was carrying. And that's what made me realize what was happening and that I didn't want to pretend anymore. I didn't want to live anxiously, angry, or in fear. So I had to have difficult conversations with myself. Yes, I said myself. It's not easy for me to be in such a vulnerable state. So asking for help or having any more needed difficult conversations was going to take some convincing. But I did it. I had the difficult difficult conversation with my boss and chose to be open about where I was at, like what was going on in my life. And I thank God for the compassionate, understanding person that she is. And she's been working with me through my healing and certain accommodations and things that I've needed. She's been there and really helpful. I had to have a difficult conversation with my doctor about starting therapy and anyone that knows me knows that this was really hard for me. And the most important conversation, the hardest was with God. Without conversations with God, without my prayers, without Jesus, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't be on an honest road to recovery, healing, and growth. So, Being triggered in November, reaching out for help, being vocal and honest, setting boundaries, being transparent and vulnerable has made me realize that that's what having strength is. That's what it means to be strong. Living in silence and isolation was fear. And now I'm on a mission to confront everything that's kept me still on a mission to live freely. Thanks again, Buttes, for listening. Tune in to episode number three, Therapy It Is, on Wednesday, April 19th at 10. Please feel free to share your thoughts and follow me on Instagram and Facebook for more. Until next time, love always, Jess.